This is Rising Shining. I'm Kelsey. In each episode, I share honest reflections and encouragement that I hope will be a bright spot of your day. You can always find all of my writing at risingshining.com. This is episode 56, Reflecting on 2022. It's time to say goodbye to 2022. I'm in an end-of-the-year contemplative mood, and I'm enjoying listening to podcast episodes and reading blog posts reflecting on the year. There are so many highlights and changes to celebrate from this past year. Some of the good changes brought challenges, too, like relocating to a new city for a month and being out of our routines, living through a whole home renovation, and keeping up with an ever-changing toddler and our big boys. Reflecting on the past year helps me to see and celebrate growth and accomplishments, big and small. This practice also encourages me to look at the bigger picture of the year to see what I learned about myself and our family. To that end, I'd love to share an update on my 2022 goals, as well as other accomplishments and reflections across different aspects of my life. I also shared a mid-year update for my 2022 goals if you'd like to see, and I'll have that linked in the written version of this episode. The first area that I'll share is personal growth. I had a goal for myself to prioritize prepping breakfast and lunch for myself, and I'll give myself a sometimes. This is something I'm still working to do consistently. Another of my goals was to paint my nails more often, and yes, I did this, and my cuticles are healthier than ever, which I feel really good about. My other goal was to take rest, and I think I did a pretty good job. I said no to things I didn't want to do or didn't have the capacity for. I put myself to bed early when I needed to, for the most part, and I took time for myself when I could. Some other reflections and accomplishments in personal growth for me this year. Counseling was a source of personal growth for me this year. I noticed the power in setting aside time to articulate something to an objective person, even if what I was talking about wasn't anything serious. I also noticed that sometimes the insights from counseling occur in the days after my session as I continued to think about something with a different perspective. A practice I found really helpful is to have a notebook dedicated to counseling. I take notes during a session and read back over what I wrote later. Also, I managed the bulk of the logistics for relocating our family to Eau Claire, Wisconsin for a month, like what we needed to pack and buy, what utilities we'd need at the house, etc. And I've managed the home as a rental since we've left. We did make the decision to hire a property management company in November to help us because of some challenges, but I'm really proud of myself and have learned a lot. And finally, in personal growth, I've met my goal of reading 80 books this year and might finish another before the year closes. It's hard to choose favorites, but if pressed, I'll declare Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow as the best book I read, and thank you for listening as my favorite audiobook. And I'll have a link in the post where you can follow me on Goodreads if you'd like to see what I'm reading throughout the year. Next up is health, and I had two goals for myself in this category. First, strengthen my pelvic floor through regular exercise. And I'll give myself an I think so. I've fallen off the regular exercises, but I think my pelvic floor is stronger than a year ago. And next, increase my running pace at Orange Theory. Funny enough, I had solidly increased my running paces about mid-year, but after a few minor illnesses, I'm ending the year about where I started. So I will keep aiming to run a bit faster in 2023. Some additional reflections and accomplishments in health. We started 2022 with myself and the boys getting COVID. The boys never had any symptoms, and I felt blah for a couple of days. 
In better COVID news, Maeve is now fully vaccinated and the boys, Chris and I, are boosted. Maeve had a number of coughs and colds this year, as little ones will get at daycare. Chris had a couple of bad colds, but has still managed to avoid COVID thus far. There was a brief stomach bug for Dash, strep throat for Cedric, and ear infections for both Cedric and Maeve, who had them twice. And finally, I dutifully took care of all my annual health appointments, including with my midwife for a well-woman exam, the dermatologist, and my general practitioner where I had blood work done. Overall, everything looks great. My GP did recommend a vitamin D supplement as mine was a little low. My iron is also always right on the line of normal, and I'm trying to take an iron supplement a couple times a week. The next category is parenting, and I had two goals for myself. The first, be present in parenting and know that parenting is my most important job right now. I did return to this mantra often, and it helped me. I gained perspective this year in giving myself credit for how demanding parenting a toddler is, on top of home tasks and parenting older kids too. When I feel frustrated that I'm not getting as much done as I'd like, with writing, podcasting, or around the house, I'm better able to see all the work I'm doing in parenting. It doesn't mean I don't still get frustrated or overwhelmed, but maybe not quite as much as before or as often. And my other goal was to brush and make Maeve's hair most days to get her used to having her hair up. I'll give myself an E for effort. Maeve is so resistant to having anything done to her hair, but we continue to offer and her hair has grown in enough that at least it looks fairly tidy on its own. Other accomplishments and reflections. I had a sweet end to nursing with Maeve on January 2nd, 2022. Maeve grew from a baby toddler to a little girl toddler. She can understand anything we tell her and has so much to say. I love hearing her ask her brothers for something. Dashiell, you want to play with me? And usually they say yes. Her hair has grown so much that she's had two haircuts and we had a bang trim together. Along with becoming a full-blown toddler, we've also encountered the full-blown toddler meltdowns, and there have been some hard days and hard weeks. Also of note, Maeve finally, finally does not cry before going to sleep. It only took two years and nine months. OMG. Cedric just turned eight and grew several inches this year. He and Dash grew their hair out this year and are enjoying wearing it longer. This year, Cedric discovered a love for gas station hot dogs while on the road trip with Chris to Eau Claire. He loves to play with friends, but sometimes wants to be by himself too. He's a voracious reader and loves to be helpful. He's the kid we usually don't have to ask twice to do things. Dash is nine and a half and loves being a big kid. He loves being independent, loves being with a big group of friends, and makes friends wherever he goes. He loves to wake up slowly in the morning and lay around in his huge wearable blanket. He's a great host, I've noticed, and will invite friends in and offer them water and snacks. Despite being so young, Dash can be a deep thinker. He'll ask earnestly, but why are we all here? And where did the universe come from? Next is marriage and relationships. And I had one goal, and that was weekly mini dates with Chris. And I would say Chris and I did a pretty good job finding time for weekday coffee dates and scheduling babysitters for weekend day dates. Finding that time to connect and feel on the same page makes me significantly happier in the rest of my life, and I'm thankful we're both so committed to making that time for each other. Sometimes just taking Maeve to daycare together and getting to talk on the 15-minute drive home makes a difference. Also in marriage and relationships, we took the boys on a really fun road trip in our new minivan to Universal Studios in California. We had our first family music festival experience at the Blue Ox Bluegrass Festival in Eau Claire this summer. 
We kept expectations low for how long we'd stay or how much the kids would enjoy it, and we ended up having a fantastic time. And finally, I'm fortunate to have several close friendships with women, both in person, locally, and long distance. Over the course of the year, I had opportunities to reflect on friendship, what I value in friendship, and how I want to show up as a friend. I also made some new friends or met online friends this year for the first time, which is such a gift. There were times in the year when I wished for more in-person friend interactions, but felt like I didn't have the bandwidth to add something else to the calendar. Lately, my long-distance friendships have deepened more than my in-person ones because of the flexibility in how I keep in touch with long-distance friends on Voxer and on Marco Polo. Next is creative work, and I had two goals. First, complete and publish Maeve's birth story. Nope. I'm bummed about this, but will eventually complete it. And next, don't put additional expectations on writing or podcasting. Hmm, I guess. Although we also launched our Girl Next Door podcast Patreon group, which was something additional, to great success, and I'm so glad we did. Also in creative work, Erica and I went away together for the first time on a podcast retreat in early 2022. It was incredible for planning the podcast as well as for our own creative work, and it was wonderful for our friendship as well. It's definitely going to be a new tradition. My next category is our home, and I had three goals. Streamline and de-stress our meal planning, grocery shopping, and dinner routines. And I would say we made some progress. Chris is more involved now, and I've accepted, for the most part, that simple meals are just the name of the game right now. Next, optimize organization and storage throughout our home. We tackled decluttering and organizing throughout the year. In particular, Chris made some improvements in our kitchen storage, and I organized our laundry room shelves and front hall closet although I think it needs attention again already. And new floors. Yes, they are beautiful and changed the whole feeling of our home for the better. We also had the entire interior of our home painted. Additionally, we bought a new bed frame for our bedroom, changed all bathroom towel bars to towel hooks, bought new vanity mirrors for our bathroom, and a new vanity light fixture for our bathroom, although we have yet to install it. And additionally, in this category, primarily motivated by climate change, we purchased a second home in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, a city where we had never visited prior to making an offer on a house. And in the post, I will link to two other blog posts where I give more details about why we were looking for a second home, what we were looking for, how it worked financially, and why we chose Eau Claire, Wisconsin. We continue to feel so good about this investment from a financial and climate change perspective. And finally, I set us up to use Home Exchange, which enabled our stay in Madison, Wisconsin this summer. We're booked for travel this coming March through Home Exchange as well, and will host for the first time, which I'm really looking forward to. And the last category is personal finances. My goal here was weekly budget meetings with Chris. And I would say we did hot and cold, but we definitely made an effort and always felt better about our money when we did. Additionally, in this category, it was a really spendy year for us, as our home updates reflect. Plus, we bought a new minivan in January, which I do still love. As a result, we did acquire new debt in the form of an additional mortgage and a car loan. Also, we increased our daycare spending this year and are sending Maeve to daycare three days per week instead of two. Taken all together, currently we aren't saving as much as we used to, but that's a reflect of increasing our monthly bills with a car payment and daycare costs. However, we really value what those costs are buying us. And that is a wrap for 2022. 
Writing this blog post is my closing ceremony for the year, together with recording a year-end podcast episode with Erica, which was a really fun one if you haven't listened to that. Scrolling through all my photos and summarizing what happened helps me remember all that we did, how much the kids grew, and how much life we lived. Thank you for reading and listening along today and throughout the year. I'm not always quickly responsive to comments lately, but I read and value every single one. Sharing my writing and connecting with readers and listeners is such an important part of my life, and I'm thankful to connect with such thoughtful and smart readers and listeners. I'm looking forward to kicking off my 13th year blogging and my 10th year podcasting with the new year. Wow. I'm wishing you a reflective and restful end to 2022 and a bright outlook for 2023, friends. And if you would care to take a stroll through my blog archives, at the end of the written post, I have links to all of my past year-end reflection posts dating all the way back to 2011. Thank you so much for spending some of your day with me. The written version of this episode is linked in the notes of your podcast player, and the post has lots of photos and links. I love to hear from you. Connect with me by leaving a comment on this blog post or find me on Instagram, where I'm Kels Wharton. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, would you consider sharing it with a friend or on social media? I always love to connect with new listeners. And similarly, your reviews on Apple Podcasts are so appreciated. Until next time, I'm wishing you a great day and a great start to your new year, friends.